Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavia Ova, and I'm an extreme extrovert. So, as the holiday um, comes around, I uh, have been really trying to close up a lot of things so that I can uh, go about this holiday um, not worried about like triggers or um, things like that. Because the holiday can be kind of tough for some people, especially um, if you're alone or don't necessarily have a family in this country. One thing that I learned um, that was very interesting today um, in my therapy, I um, learned about how a lot of addicts, um, their addiction is kind of uh, rooted towards childhood traumas and childhood issues um, that they, you know, kind of put aside. And I felt like, hey, that was really prominent for me because um, a lot of my um, childhood, not all of it was bad, but, you know, there are some things that, um, you know, we don't want to think about. And that's what trauma is. Trauma is a situation that was very eventful and hurtful. And you just kind of avoid it, you know, you avoid it, avoid it, avoid it until it surfaces. And, um, for some people, it causes some issues in your life, such as for me, um, alcohol became an issue because I was using it to um, mask a lot of um, the hurt and the feelings that I had been feeling throughout my life. And it was very interesting because um, through the um, journey of rehabilitation, I've been having to kind of bring back a lot of those um, memories of the past that I had locked up in the closet for so long. It's kind of like you put your um, deepest um, traumas or deepest unwanted memories in a box and you put it in the attic and you let it accumulate dust time after time and when it accumulates dust that's okay because it's away but it's still there you know when you move to a new house you still have to bring that box you still have to bring those items excuse me with you and to yourself and um I just thought it was very interesting, um, the ties to childhood abuse and addiction in general that I talked about today, um, in rehab. (laughs) And I think, um, at this point in my life, I am 27, um, what significant trauma that has happened to me in my life was about 10 years ago. Um, it's been a long time <laughs> putting that off. It's been a long time putting those feelings off. <clears throat> and I think that I am finally ready to address those feelings. Address those um, situations and things that I maybe might not have really um, accepted or gotten over. The woman that I'm working with, she kind of told me about the idea of everyone is has that inner child, you know? Everyone's 
may well maybe some people have heard about the inner child in all of us where um when a traumatic situation occurs that particular inner child doesn't really develop past a certain point because we lock up all those um feelings and those you know inhibitions <laughs> and the point of life is you know to some extent be inhibited like to be you know happy and to be connected um with the community and that's the one thing i really enjoy about rehab is um as an addict kind of going and rekindling with your community or with your um even your you know your family and your customs and things that make you you and sometimes it's harder to do that when you haven't done that for such a long time it can feel new and exciting <clears throat> and i just hope that um i can eventually open up um with you know my professionals to help me you know kind of address that point in my life cuz everyone has something that is inside of them something that maybe they don't bring out that's public something that hurt them something that maybe they need to get over i feel like everyone has that whether you're an addict or not you know we all have our things we all have our life um and i don't know i think it's a lot of just um learning what is healthy like what what are healthy relationships what are healthy uh, connections what are positive things that you can do um in regards to your life and stuff like that um it's just very interesting uh to me to learn about this stuff um and you know i i feel like even though i'm at day 5 um i'm still kind of um learning more and more things about myself that I didn't know before. Um and it's interesting. But <clears throat> anyway, I guess um I wanted to spend today um talking about um I don't know how it's interesting. <laughs> Something that came up <clears throat> today for me I thought was very interesting was um in the United States, for example, we have a lot of different cultures we have all tons of different people you know we have people that are like Christian that are Muslim um spiritual satanists, some people are um you know uh foreigners, some people are native. Some people are black. Some people, um, you know, believe in, you know, different ways of rehabilitation. Some people just, there's so many different focuses of people. <clears throat> and I think for me, just being mixed, I fall into this category of like, where do I actually belong and where do I fit in? And uh, sometimes, um, you know, for me, it's kind of funny. I'm either like, you know, too Mexican for the white side or too like white for the Mexican side. Um, there's no too much of one over the other. 
<clears throat> and even being bisexual, I kind of feel torn too because, you know, I'm I'm integrated in the LGBT community, um, but I'm also, uh, you know, comfortable in heteronormative uh, constructs. And um, it's just it's interesting to go about life this way. And I, I notice that sometimes I have that feeling when um, holidays kind of persist or when, you know, family gatherings kind of are put together. I have this feeling of like, you know, where do I go? Um, what do I do? What do I practice? Just a lot of confusion. <clears throat> and... I know I'm not alone in this. I know a lot of people it's struggle for in for the holidays. Um, a lot of the time, I would spend most of my past holidays, you know, like going to um, somebody that I was dating's house, um, spend time with their family or somebody else's family. I've, you know, spent time with my boss's family before, um, coworkers. You know, every year is just kind of a little bit different, um, and. I often would kind of drink through holidays, you know. I would often, you know, go to the bars after um, Christmas Eve and uh, other holidays. Surprisingly, <clears throat> have a very, um, <laughs> very uh, uh, heavy bar scene. <laughs> That's when the most I, uh, the most people I'd see is when I would go out and uh, drink and party on holidays. And, um, this holiday, obviously, is not going to be like that, so it's going to be different. Um, you know, I'm going to hang out with my, uh, my partner, and I'll get to, you know, engage in their family customs, um, and their family, you know, traditions, and I'm excited for that. <clears throat> Sorry about my throat. Oof. I've been talking all morning. I have been up since, um... About 8 a.m. today. <laughs> so my voice is just getting very tired. And I, um, and about, you know, in an hour or so, I have a uh, priority until 10 p.m. So I'm, I'm doing a lot of talking today. Uh, so sorry if I <laughs> seem like I am always clearing my throat. Because <clears throat> I kind of am. Um, <laughs> just doing a lot of things. And it was kind of um, uncomfortable today because I had to talk um, to my, um, you know, my rehab people, and, um, I've, you know, it's a, kind of the point now, the, f the phase now, um, in my rehabilitation where I kind of have to dig deeper into myself and pull out that dusty box, and I'm allergic to dust, <laughs> I am, uh, low-key, <laughs> not low-key, because I'm coughing, um, no, but, um, yeah, I'm allergic to dust, and I also don't really like talking about those things, and I, I did as, you know, I, I didn't want to push myself too hard today, but, you know, I I tried a little bit um, talking about my past really deeply. I feel like most people know the gist of it, you know, the overall story, but, like, you know, the key roots of, like, what really stuck with me and things like that. Um, I kind of had to talk through with them, uh, you know, my professionals today, trying to get deep into this um, trauma that I'm trying to... Um, accept and move on from <clears throat> and it just got me really emotional because it's been a long time I, I I honestly like had forgotten about it I had forgotten um 
and even if I hadn't forgotten a lot of the times in during the holidays, I was it was the perfect time for me to um, you know use and you know get wasted and just kind of drink through it. But that's not going to be a thing for me. So <laughs> this time, I have a I kind of have a plan. You know, I have a plan. I'm gonna like you know face it like kind of like a new um new situation i'm kind of used to it anyway i'm used to like you know learning about other people's um what they like to eat and what they like to do on holidays i'm very like used to um new things i'm used to um you know learning about people's families and stuff like that so that i know i'm gonna be pretty good at i know i'm confident in that um i know there will be a time eventually possibly during the holidays that i'll have to take a little time for myself just to mentally accept all the feelings that I have towards um, holidays in general and um, facing that it's okay to have this like rooted jealousy. I call it jealousy. I am not exactly sure if it is jealousy, but I call it jealousy just because I you know, I I get kind of choked up when I, like, am dating somebody and they invite me to their family and then we're having so much fun. And then, of course, the big question happens is like, oh, how is your family? Like, what do you do? And um, it's just, it's the, it's like a heartburning question. It's kind of like when you're having a party and someone just like, you know, slaps you in the face. Like, okay, what about you? You know, and um, your, you know, your initial response is, you know, when I was younger, I used to make shit up. I used to be like, oh, my uh, my family, they're they're just uh, doing this, you know, like, because whatever, you know, I, I to save face, kind of, and like, it's just very interesting. <laughs> I know that at one point I'm going to have to take some time for myself just to um, kind of analyze, kind of analyze this, like, it, internal jealousy that I get, discomfort that I get, um, just because, um, having a family of my own is a dream that I have, um, and that's why sobriety is very important to me because I feel like if I become sober and I am successful, I will eventually be able to be a successful parent and I don't want to be neglectful like my parents were when I was growing up. I want to be there. I want to be, um, you know, a star parent. I want to be very um, smart and inclusive and, uh, you know, provide my child a very good life. Who wouldn't, you know, like who wouldn't want that for their children? Um, It's easier said than done, but sometimes, you know, you get unfocused and... I'm, you know, <laughs> I know this is kind of a weird topic to talk about, but I just um, really want that for myself. And I think when holidays happen, it just kind of really hits me in the face, like what I want and what I desire and what I fight for in my life. And I want, I one day want to be like a grandma. I want to like have children running around. I want things that are noisy. I want, you know, I want there to be disputes that I can help work out, you know, I want, um, things like that, um, it was very interesting because one of the people in my groups, they graduated, they were telling me a lot of, um, 
their like life story and what they like focused on and for me it was just very interesting because I realized that like a lot of the things that they were going through um were things that I like could potentially see myself going through and like they were they're a parent so like for me to see someone like be a parent and like really like step down on like their addictions and be like hey you know this is what I prioritize that's something that I want to be um I want to be a little bit like a head forward I want like to be more stable in that situation and I don't know this is just the time of year that just gets me refocused into my wants and desires and um sometimes it can be kind of triggering and I will Remember to stay focused. And just remember that this is what I'm fighting for. And um, on a happier note, I want to say I hope that everyone else has a pretty decent holidays. Um, I'm going to be really busy this um, past few weeks getting stuff ready. I'm setting up a plan for my uh, solo trip. I'm going to Bemidji. Uh... A lot of people have asked me, like, why did you decide to go to Bemidji? Why Bemidji? Um, I originally was going to go to a further place. I was originally going to go to a different state. (coughs) A state that I... Excuse me. A state that I originally really wanted to go to. Never been among the states. But I decided to go to Bemidji because it's very close to home. And if there is uh, any time that I really feel like I'm triggered or worried or just feel really alone um it's just a few hundred just a hundred dollars away it's like an hour away um you know my therapist and my people will be on call so i'm just really um emotionally getting ready for um my solo trip and i'm just really excited um i am getting a tattoo in bemidji by an wonderful artist um and I'm just really excited to see what kind of design she had for me I want to do a um like a sobriety tattoo kind of and we talk through the process I want something that is kind of like a bottle but with like flowers and like you know kind of Um, illustrating that even though this addiction is something that I'm not too fond of in my life um, it can also be used for something good like beautiful like um like a vase for flowers um kind of thing it's personal and it doesn't matter (laughs) I don't care if people are like oh that's super stupid (laughs) yeah maybe um but um for me it's just uh, I'm kind of want to move on in my journey of sobriety and I am really excited to get that tattoo done if you're a person that has had tattoos you know that ugh, sometimes a needle just feels great um sometimes it's just really relaxing to kind of um, get that tattoo done or like you know um it's kind of like a piercing sometimes it just feels good to do something new um we talked about that actually um in my group the other day about rebellion um, sometimes addiction can be rebellion, especially when we're young. Like, I know for me, it definitely was rebellion. Um, when I was younger, you know, I I wanted to do, um, fun and exciting things. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, 
<laughs> you're just young and you're rebellious. Rebel against your parents, against uh, authoritative um, figures, you know, stuff like that. Um, it really doesn't even have to matter, like, what it is. But um, for some people, it's just different. And I feel like a lot of people can kind of agree with that, that sometimes addiction is... Um, a way to rebel and um i just you know there's other ways to rebel without like necessarily like breaking the law or doing something um that is um illegal <laughs> i feel like we can be rebellious by coloring our hair um you know doing something like maybe trying something new like for example my sister just went um hot air ballooning for the first time and i was like dang I would be so scared. I'm scared of heights, but I would, I would go, um, on a hot air balloon. She said that there were, like, there's a thing that you can go up in the hot air balloon and then jump out. You know, I feel like at this point in my life, I would say, fuck it. Like, I feel like that's the half-white crazy part of me. Like, I would be like, you know, I'm just gonna fucking do it now. Like, um, at this point in my life, I, I would, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna go bungee jumping, though. I always hear, like, such horrible stories about bungee jumping. Like, people, like, you know, the rope gets caught around some limb or, like, their neck or something that's not supposed to happen. This, I think, would really trigger that, um, fear for me was, um, when there was an article that came out about this lady in Florida or something. Must have been Florida. Who knows where it was, actually. It was a few years ago. And this lady goes bungee jumping right and the bungee jumping cord broke and she like lands in this like water full of alligators and me i am terrified of alligators that's my worst fear i used to have nightmares about alligators biting me when i was like younger just because like uh, low-key i was kind of like fascinated by them also sharks too i like when i was little i like had all these shark and like um shark posters and like stuffed animals i loved the hammerhead shark it was my fucking favorite shark ever and i would spend a lot of my time just like reading about sharks and um a lot of the stories that about people like out at sea getting bit or eaten um and it would just give me a lot of nightmares i kind of psyched myself out and uh kind of you know <laughs> it fed the fear a little bit but yeah alligators are just oof no way so yeah that's something that's really terrifying for me um and yeah <laughs> that's why i was like yep no bungee jumping just because of that one dumb story that i like psyched myself out on um but i would probably most likely try um hot air ballooning i think that was awesome um one thing I'd like for you guys to think about today is like what is something that you maybe have done once um that you really enjoyed and you would go back and do it again. Yeah, what is something that you maybe did only once or twice and you really really liked it? Can you think of any of them? Like for me, oh god, when I first went sailing, oh god. Fucking loved sailing. It's funny how like you know, you do one thing once and then it just kind of is in the back of your brain. Like, I fucking love it. Like, I can't always sail because I live in Minneapolis <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it sometimes snows. Uh, sailing season kind of gets cut off, um, early in the year. But, 
it's just, oh, if you can ever sail, especially on West Bidet Makaska, there's a specific route that every time I sail, I'm always on the same route. Um, also, when I paddleboard and kayak, go on the same route. Um, I always like to kind of like go in this little area where all the trees are kind of like forming like a natural like I almost want to say beacon but it's not a beacon it's like a canopy or something it's like all covering like the water and it you see little glimpses of sun come in oh god I can't wait until the summertime can't wait until I get to go back on the water because I absolutely love it and I love sailing <laughs> sailing 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 is awesome um, I got to sail um, a 420 boat and a keel boat so far, and I don't even know what kind of boat I want to try next summer, <laughs> but I definitely fell in love with the um, the keel boat. A keel boat is a little bit bigger. It is a boat that can fit about four people. Um, it has, um, you know, one main sail, a jip, and then a jip is a small sail, and... Um, it's not motorized. Um, the boats um, at the Calhoun School, they um, they don't have motors. It's all, all sailboats. And um, I just absolutely love the water and the control that um, I feel like I have when I go out there and really enjoy <laughs> that. But um, the wintertime's coming, so that's something I'll have to say for the summer. <laughs> And, I don't know, winter is here and it's it's going to be interesting. I I genuinely like winter, like, sports. Am I good at them? No. <laughs> I can't, like, ice skate for shit. Do I like watching people ice skate? Yes. I love watching and low-key kind of, like, laughing at people. Like, when they learn how to, like... <laughs> I'm insidious. I'm not a mean person, um, actually, but I... <laughs> I like, like, watching, like, little kids, like, learn how to skate. Like, that's what I used to do at the Holodazzle. There's, Holodazzle is a place, um, in Minneapolis that they used to host at, uh, Public Park. And you go, you drink, and eat, and, you know, do all these, uh, winter activities like ice skating, um, sledding, um, caroling, all this crap. And for me, it was just really fun. It was a fun thing to do just because I really had nothing else to do. And I don't know. I'm. I'm. Was that was something that I was really looking forward to um, before COVID happened. So I think um, because of COVID, I'm gonna try to. Um, I don't know. Kind of still have those fun um, winter memories and activities. I just have to try to figure them out on my own. And I'm definitely going to do that because I need to preoccupy my time with something more productive. And I I would love to hear about um, everyone else's like favorite like wintertime activities, wintertime sports. Um, it, you don't even have to be in a state that has snow. You can share, you know, something else too. I don't mind. Um, you can feel free to tweet me at via.alva. Um l a dot v i a dot a l v a on twitter love alva on twitter feel free to shoot me a message i would love to hear about what you guys do in the winter time and yeah um i wish everyone the best um 
whether you celebrate the holidays or not, or whether, you know, your holiday has passed or not, um, I just hope that everyone is surrounded by, you know, really positive, happy, loving people. And if you're not, I just really hope that, um, you have a time sometime this week where, you know, you just feel really appreciated and loved. And, yeah, greatest wishes. And I will definitely make sure to do a podcast um, January 1st for sure. That is the time that I'm flying out um, to Bemidji. I'll have a lot on my plate, but I'm very excited for that adventure. And I am excited to share it with all you guys. So, um, thank you. And... Safest, safest, safest of travels.